This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Five minutes after five o'clock on a Tuesday morning. It is the 12th day of March. Come on in. Glad you're along with us. I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. Boy, I'll tell you, by the time we get to midweek, warmer temperatures around the state of Wisconsin means a lot of that snow that we've accumulated going to start turning into a lot of mud puddles, a lot of running water. It's kind of appropriate we talk about it during this National Groundwater Awareness Week. More details on that coming up after 5.30. So weather-wise, what can we expect for today? Well, temperatures are going to stay halfway decent, but not as much sunshine as we had yesterday. Today, we'll look for daytime highs right around 44 with cloudy skies. Tomorrow, some isolated showers and rain in the forecast. 51 are expected high. My goodness, they've increased the temperature outlook for Thursday. It's going to be breezy, but by Thursday, we could actually see temperatures touching out around 55 degrees. Stumacher Ag Meteorologist has weather details in about 15 minutes. Local commercial knowledge with local experience. That's how Rural Mutual Insurance has been protecting businesses in Wisconsin since 1934. If something unexpected happens to your business, wouldn't you want to be protected by a local company that knows you and your needs? Rural Mutual is the number one writer of farms and the third largest writer of commercial business in the state of Wisconsin. We only do business in Wisconsin, so premiums paid here stay here. To keep Wisconsin strong, contact your local Rural Mutual Insurance expert or visit us at RuralMutual.com to learn how you can protect what matters most. I'm guessing that most people can figure out that I'm a dog person, but really I'm a any animal person. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for the UW School of Veterinary Medicine. But dogs have always had a part in my life from the farm to today. That's why I was really excited to hear about the cutting-edge research going on now at the School of Veterinary Medicine with Dr. David Vale. He's working on a canine cancer vaccine. Can you imagine not having to treat animals with cancer, but instead being able to prevent it? That's just one example of the cutting-edge research right here in our community. But listen, they need more space to move forward with this kind of research. And that's where you come in. It's not just about donating money. It's also about creating conversations in our state. You can write a letter, send an email, make a phone call to your elected officials, letting them know that the UW School of Veterinary Medicine is out of space and needs to expand. Want more details? Jump online. Animals need heroes too. T-O-O.com. Join the fabulous farm babe, Pam Yonke, at this year's exciting WPS Farm Show, March 26th through the 28th at the EAA Grounds in Oshkosh. Pam will be live in the booth with Focus on Energy, Wednesday morning from 9 until 10.30 a.m. So stop on by to say hello and learn about all the Focus on Energy cash incentives to grow your agribusiness's energy efficiency and save you money. Focus on Energy, partnering with Wisconsin Utilities to help residents and businesses reduce energy waste. See you this year at the WPS Farm Show. Plastics have revolutionized the world, no question about that, both uh, in agriculture and other industries. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And, uh, Pam, all you got to do is drive around Wisconsin the last few years, and it looks like we've got some of the biggest sausage bags in the world <laughs> laying out in our fields. And while the feed coming out of them is good... The containers have to be dealt with. Yeah, you bet, Bob. Fabulous farm bay, Pam Yankee, here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. I actually had somebody call them angleworms, and I guess you can go that route, too. But you're right. Uh, In production agriculture today, we use a lot of plastics in a lot of different ways. Uh, Wrapping up our round bales, uh, as you said, uh, our silage containers, covering bunks. And that plastic, come spring, starts blowing around, uh, starts uh, making a mess around the farm. But... 
There's one company that has found a way to capitalize on that. Revolutions Plastic started, well, actually started dispersing their dumpsters to a lot of Wisconsin dairies and farm operations a couple years back. Price Murphy is uh, one of their senior managers. He is the one that basically implemented the program, has been helping with distribution, and it continues to grow at breakneck speeds. Price says it's just another way that Wisconsin farming operations are trying to be responsible to the environment, and they're responding. Look, Revolution Plastics is going strong. Uh, As of the end of 2018, we have removed 50 million pounds from Wisconsin farms of used ag plastics. Uh, We're sitting here at the end of February now. February is a record February for us. Uh, We will have moved about 1.8 million pounds off farms just this month alone, even with the bad weather. Um, But we're keeping these trucks on the road and things are going well. We have over 4,400 dumpsters on farms and we service another 1,000 farms through different methodologies. So it's about 5,000 sites across uh, Wisconsin and portions of Minnesota that we're uh, helping them with their ag plastic problem. And we were talking about uh, the science behind this price. Uh, you have grown this company as far as not just getting those dumpsters out and collecting that plastic, but you've got a regular truck route. You've got locations in Wisconsin that are now doing some processing on that plastic. Tell me about that. Absolutely, Pam. So we started this in 2016. It was nothing more than a concept. And the concept was how do you help farms recycle their ag plastics? And we're a manufacturer at heart. Uh, we're not a, a waste collector by uh, by means, but uh, we, uh, we're a manufacturer that has a collection process. And we took it from a concept in 2016 up to what we have today. Uh, we have trucks and facilities in Madison, Wisconsin. We have trucks and facilities in Appleton, Wisconsin. We have trucks and facilities that run out of Winona, Minnesota that services the dairy country of Wisconsin. And for folks that uh, are currently working with uh, Revolutions Plastics, I know a lot of you sometimes get a little frustrated that uh, you're looking at that dumpster and to you, it looks like it's full. To you, it looks like it's going to need a pickup right away. You've got this all factored in price. I mean, honestly, for a company that's only, you know, two years old, you've got some real interesting data on why you do what you do when you do it. Yeah, Pam, thank you very much. I mean, uh, we have a lot of talent behind the scenes. Uh, I lead the uh, company personally. I live right here in Dane, Wisconsin, half over 18 years. Uh, there's numerous dairies right out the uh, back window of my house. So they're my neighbors, they're my friends, and I want to make sure we service them quite well. And we have a robust tracking system. We know how often we go to each farm. We know what we're collecting in each dumpster. We know how much uh, other materials such as con- contaminants are coming in. And uh, so absolutely. So what we like to see is we like to see a 1,000-pound minimum pickup per farm. We prefer closer to 2,000, but a 1,000-pound absolute minimum. And uh, it's, it's going real well right now. Yeah, like we said, uh, Price Murphy uh, from Revolutions Plastic. You've got uh, uh, trucks on the road, like you said. You've made that investment in those, uh, in those items and in the people behind the wheel. How has Wisconsin Winter adjusted your trucking schedule as far as pickups price or hasn't it well pam we focus on keeping our guys safe but we try to keep the farm serviced uh since the first of uh, 2019 here i think we've been off the road about seven days due to ice 
negative temperatures, things of that nature. So it does affect us. So we, we want to get out and get the plastic, but we also want to keep our guys and equipment safe. Uh, these trucks are very expensive. These these guys are very important to us. So we will pull off the road from time to time. But uh, so far, we've been off the road about seven days since the first of the year. So if I make a phone call, Price, and I, I get nobody's able to answer or whatever, I get the answering machine, what, what triggers, what happens uh, if I call? Absolutely. So on the front of every dumpster is our 844 number, and that's 844-490-7873. That goes into our uh, customer service team. Our customer service team is six people strong, full-time people. Uh, and if that goes into voicemail, what that does is that ends up being loaded right into our routing system. So if a farmer calls and gives us his name, address, dumpster number, and it needs to be emptied, that's then loaded right into the routing system, which takes a look at it and says, all right, what's the historical weight on this uh, pickup location? And then it routes it appropriately. So if somebody's had a historical pickup weight of 14,000 pounds, it's going to schedule that guy before it schedules the guy that uh, has a historical average of 300 pounds. It's, it's a pretty neat process, and we're very proud of it. Excellent. So that hopefully helps you understand if you're uh, getting a little anxious as we get closer to spring about your dumpster and how much uh, material might be in there. Hey, Price, let's talk a little bit about that material because you made a very good point. Uh, you are uh, kind of catching everything. You're very upfront asking farmers to really evaluate the plastics that they're putting in that dumpster, but you still end up with a lot of stuff that your staff has to go through at the Madison and Appleton locations, don't you? Yes, ma'am. We have a, a lot of material that is not plastic. So if the farms could continue to focus on taking that bunker cover, silage bags, and things of that nature, and really shaking them out, uh, we're getting a lot of sidewall tires uh, by the hundreds. Uh, we're getting some um, animal carcasses, uh, and we're getting a lot of dirt. Pam, our number one issue is dirt. In Madison alone, just in the transition from the truck to our bailing operation, uh, one million pounds of dirt fell out of the plastic. That's before the wash, before the shred. That's just in transit from truck to baler. Um, one million pounds of dirt fell out at Madison alone, and that's a million pounds that could have stayed on the farm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So talk to me about after that plastic is processed, Price, the last time you and I spoke, you were working on a way to literally close the loop on recycling and get that plastic back out on the farm in products that they could use again. How's that coming along? That is going great. So since day one, we've used the product into our uh, Revolution Bag trash can liner line of business. But now we are about to launch... Uh, in limited sizes, but for year one, we'll have six mil bunker cover available within the next 30 days to farms. Uh, it'll be sold through dealers. Uh, Jordan Ag out of Monroe, Wisconsin, Share Pot of Seed out of Peshtigo, Wisconsin, have all agreed to carry the product line so far, and, and more dealers will follow. But we're very excited to get that six mil black and white bunker cover on the ground that's made from recycled Wisconsin plastic. Very cool. Very cool. What's the response? I mean, like, when you hear or talk with people, they may not have a dumpster. They might not be farming. When they find out more about Revolution Plastics and what you're doing, Price, what's their response? The response is predominantly positive. Whether there's a person that's part of the program that's very thankful for it or whether it's, uh, it's a uh, uh, maybe a person that has greenhouse film they'd like our help with or a person that has grain bags. The grain bags are another uh, 
uh, big item we uh, collect now. Uh, we've got 25,000 pounds we're picking up from Hartman's uh, grain farm over in uh, Lodi just next week. So uh, the we're invited to speak at events on a regular basis. People love what we're doing out there, really closing that loop and really helping the farmer. Yeah, like I said, I, th- I thought it was a cool idea back in 2016 when Price and I talked, and I'm so glad that they're doing so well in 2019. Like he said, make sure if you're one of those uh, folks that's got a dumpster and you're a little anxious, go ahead and leave them a message with your location and your dumpster number. Like he said, there's more science behind the scenes than you might expect. If you're somebody that's interested in making sure that your agriculture plastics around the farm are picked up, cleaned up, and recycled, how can they get in touch with you, Price? They can reach us at uh, 844-490-7873 and uh, leave us a message there and uh, we'll get back to them and, and talk with them about it. What's your website? It's www.revolutionplastics.com. Good deal. Price Murphy with Revolution Plastics. Like I said, after this snow is gone, when things are not frozen to the ground, we'll start to see more of that agricultural plastic moving around the state. You want to do yourself a favor. You want to do the environment and your neighbors a favor. Get in touch with Revolution Plastics and start recycling that today. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Have you ever encountered one of those companies that tries to be all things to all people? It's like herding cats. The tools, the parts, the know-how are all difficult to round up and solve the precise problem you're hoping to repair. At Benjamin Plumbing, they focus on one thing and one thing only. Plumbing. Not heating and air conditioning, not garage door replacement, not security alarms or beauty salon supplies. Just plumbing repairs, remodels, and new construction. Avoid the jack-of-all-trades. Rely on your friends at Benjamin Plumbing to do what they do best each and every time. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Looking for that unique, one-of-a-kind engagement ring, something that you can customize yourself, maybe a gorgeous pendant necklace, diamond earrings. The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique, funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, stuff you won't find anywhere else, and price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers. Right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street. Goodman's Jewelers. A lady who knows, overalls are fashionable every season. The fabulous farm babe, Pam Yonke. Here we are, 520 now on a Tuesday morning. And again, we're looking forward to a little warmer temperatures, but with that comes some real concern for localized flooding, especially in uh, western Wisconsin. Stumach Ag Meteorologist along with us. I see that a lot of communities already kind of, I won't 
say battening down the hatches, uh, Stu, but I think we learned our lesson in many communities last year. Hopefully we'll be able to deal with what we've got coming this week. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully things are underway. I saw people digging open storm sewers and the like yesterday. We need to get that done. There's a flood advisory for southern Wisconsin, the Fox Valley into southern Wisconsin, a flood watch for Mauston and La Crosse. That flood watch in effect 7 a.m. tomorrow till 7 p.m. Thursday. There's going to be a lot of rain and melting snows, very mild airs building in. High pressure is off to our southeast today. We'll still have a little morning sun, but watch those clouds develop. There could be sprinkles of lacrosse late today. More likely rain developing most of the state overnight, lasting into Wednesday and Thursday. Even some thunderstorms. The big storm's going to move up toward Kansas and maybe even southern Iowa as we start Thursday. So we're in line for some fairly sizable amounts of precip. I'll have forecast details right after this. No one works harder to help you achieve your goals. You won't find financial experts with more ag knowledge and deeper rural roots. And as a cooperative, our member owners understand this firsthand through benefits like our patronage program, which gives profits back to member owners. This year, Compere Financial is paying out more than $150 million to our member owners. Learn more at Compere.com. Trademarks of Compere Financial, an equal credit opportunity lender. Losing a loved one is never easy, and probably one of the last things you are thinking about at the time is whether or not that loved one was a hero and an organ donor. I'm Pam Yonke. Al Wright from Barneveld can tell you all about it. He lost his wife, and while sitting in the hospital waiting room, the family remembered that she wanted to be an organ donor. We sitting around, you know, and my son said, didn't mom want to be a donor? My gosh, she did. You know, you're not thinking of that at the time. That's Al Wright from Barneveld. His wife, as an organ donor, became a hero to some 50 people that were touched by tissue, eye, or organ donations from her. It's easy to do. You can register now online. DonateLifeWisconsin.org. DonateLifeWisconsin.org. Today, there's more than 3,000 Wisconsinites waiting for an organ, tissue, or eye donation. You could become their hero. DonateLifeWisconsin.org. All righty, Stu, let's have some details on what we should get ready for today. Well, get ready for it to be warmer. Could be a little patchy fog here and there this morning, and through the day, clouds will develop. But low and mid-40s are expected. That's back to normal in a bit above the south winds at 5 to 10, and there could be some sprinkles, a little light rain, lacrosse in Boston, yet late today. More likely clouds, fog, and rain developing elsewhere through the night. We still hold in the low and mid-30s. That's above freezing. South winds 8 to 18. Fog and clouds on Wednesday. Showers could be a thunderstorm later in the day. We'll be up in the upper 40s, maybe a 50 Madison, a warm spot. And Thursday, still that fog and mostly cloudy skies and rain. And upper 50s, Madison could hit 60. Going to be real mild, Pam, but that means a lot of snow melt. Rain, like we talked yesterday, most likely from tonight into Thursday in the half to one inch range, and there could be amounts over an inch. I think that could really be a possibility. Mm -hmm. And then add that melting snow to it. It's going to be wet. Yeah, and we've got, you know, I mean, the ground is not thawed. So, yeah, it's going to do a lot of running. All right, buddy, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. Thanks. All right, take care.
Stu Mux, our ag meteorologist, with those weather details. And around the state this morning, starting off in La Crosse, you are clear, 16 degrees. In reality, it feels like 9 above. Mauston this morning, you've got clear skies, 16 degrees. Madison at the airport, clear and 19 degrees. Fond du Lac, clear and 14 degrees. Likewise, Oshkosh, you are clear with 14 degrees. Coming up after 5.30, is this weather making an impact on our transportation arteries when it comes to grain movement? Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com, will be joining us live via Skype to let us know what the market's talking about this morning. And, uh, you know, okay, so things are changing here in Wisconsin. Have we got anything in the ground farther south? We'll find out. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Looking for that unique, one-of-a-kind engagement ring, something that you can customize yourself, maybe a gorgeous pendant necklace, diamond earrings. The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique Funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, stuff you won't find anywhere else, and price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers. Right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street. Goodman's Jewelers. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. The National Guard for me was a perfect fit. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I want to be a part of something bigger than myself. I didn't find that in the normal day-to-day life. I didn't find that working behind a desk. I realized being hands-on and being a soldier was something that would keep me active, keep me outside, keep me in the, that team environment that I craved and that I needed so much. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. I wanted to be in Boise, Idaho. I wanted to be home. The National Guard gave me the opportunity to stay right where I was, to serve my country and my community, and it was the best of both worlds. I grew up flying bush planes in Alaska with my dad. I was fortunate enough to get my pilot's license. I wanted to be in helicopters. I wanted to be a crew chief. The Army National Guard gave me a chance to fly helicopters now instead of fixed-wing aircraft. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. Art doesn't see disabilities. That's because art is truly for everyone, all artists, ages, cultures, and abilities. But for individuals with disabilities, making art transforms not just them as creators, it transforms everyone around them. VSA Wisconsin has been changing lives through art for over 30 years. We provide accessibility and participation in all arts learning that enhance so many aspects of life. For thousands of Wisconsinites with disabilities, from three years old to seniors, we offer participation in music, visual art, creative writing, movement, and drama. What can VSA Wisconsin do for you? Inspire. You'll see at our programs, shows, events, and sales throughout the state. Attend classes and workshops taught by professional artists at the VSA Art Center in Madison. Or visit our gallery and shop and take some inspiration home. Visit us online at vsawis.org to volunteer, donate, to get informed, get involved, and get inspired by art all over again. Hey, I got a secret. And it's not really that great a secret, but still... 
Mark down March 14th through the 17th on your calendar. Why? Because it's Customer Appreciation Days at McFarland's. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for McFarland's. 780 Carolina Street right there in the heart of Sauk City, just off Highway 12. Yep, Customer Appreciation Days. I speak with experience. This is the best deal of the year at McFarland's. Great deals, great savings, and a whole lot of fun. March 14th through the 17th. I don't care what you're looking for, in what department. Remember, they're all under one roof at McFarland's. You're going to find deals. So if you're thinking about those spring projects, everything from gardening right on through to some of that lawn work you're going to have to do or the field work you're going to have to do, maybe it's an event coming up. They'll take care of you. Customer Appreciation Days at McFarland's, 780 Carolina Street in the heart of Sauk City, just off Highway 12, March 14th through the 17th. Attorney John Rihala with Clifford and Rihala. We're ready to take on tough cases. Some firms won't take them. It's not the field that they play on, and that's okay. But when it comes to personal injury cases, Clifford and Rihala is ready to play and win on any and all fields. There have been a number of times when other firms have asked us to handle their most complex cases. And we relish these opportunities because that's where the most skilled attorneys can make the biggest impact for clients. We aren't afraid of hard work, and we won't shy away from putting in the extra hours it takes to win tough cases. We do absolutely everything that is necessary to bring you the best result we can. And that's what it's going to take to get you all that you deserve for your injuries and everything you've lost. For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys, fighting for you, for justice. MyJustice.com. Well, there you go, RJ. Then I can update. What a, what a perfect lead-in that was to an update on our Twitter poll. Does it bother you that smokers get extra breaks during the work week? Yes or no? 64% going yes, but I thought Ebo brought up a good point. Is If it, if it bothers you <laughs> about the work, but why, why I would vote no is I would rather work the extra 15 minutes and not you know, yeah. die of lung cancer than to get a 15-minute break three or four times a day. I voted no. The break would be nice, but not at the expense of hacking up a lung. I know? voted no. It doesn't yeah. bother me. It doesn't really bother me. But because I when, mean, I go, when I walk by the smoking I guess, desk, I guess it depends the kind of industry you're in. True. Because, I mean, that could be, that 15 minutes is, in some places, is the difference between making a making no, a goal yeah, or not. Sure. But, uh, so I, I, it probably all depends on what you do as a job. That would necessitate uh, being a little upset about somebody taking 15 minutes every hour or every other hour. I wouldn't care. But I walk by the smoking deck, I just kind of shake my head. If that person is making as much as you and doing less... Dude, there's, there's this. Angry O'Brien 3 tweeted in at Zone Madison. He says, bartending with a smoker is the best example. You cover everything while they smoke, but still split the tips 50-50. Oof. Not yeah. fire. Not good. good. Yeah. Good not so there's, there's stuff like that. But if you, like, here, if, you, you know, if you're mad about not getting a break or at your job where it doesn't, you know, your income is not affected as much, yeah. just go pretend like you're taking a dump for 15 minutes or something. <laughs> just go sit in the bathroom. Yeah. Chilling your, it's not like we don't do that anyways. I've seen people. No, no, smartphones. I, smartphones I've have seen, made you spend time in bathroom I've longer than you ever had. I've seen people take books into the bathroom with them. Yeah. And I'm like, what, what are you Hold doing? On, let me finish this chapter. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, that's. That's smart. You know what's probably someone who walks in like the Lord of the Rings trilogy, where it's like <laughs> just a just a huge just book. One more chapter. Uh, I'm gonna get through one of the uh, the two towers today. So uh, find me in the bathroom if you want. 
Uh, well, that yeah, that that's a you know a reading. It's good. Give me you yeah. Know, it's good good way to get caught up, I suppose. Yes. Uh, all right. So <laughs> I don't know how you segue from crapping to uh, the Badgers. <laughs> I suppose if they lost yesterday, they would have. You could have said. They, I mean, it was they crapped down their leg. It, it was. It was. They did but it they anyway. Won the game already. They won. Care. RJ. They won. Okay. You win in advance. Right. But you are not upset at the way they won. Okay, well, let me they ask won. you, what's the storyline? That they blew a 23-point second half lead or they won in overtime on the road? Well, if you look at any postings from any national evil. media, Ooh, that? it's that they blew a 23-point lead. They blew a 23-point second half lead but, or they won in overtime but they won. on the road. In spite of that, they won. Yeah. So the national narrative is the Badgers blew a 23-point lead. I get that, and they won. I mean, they did, but to his on point, the road in the Big here's Ten. The the headline on is the road in the Big Ten, Badgers won. blow a twenty three point lead, followed in little subscript, and got the okay. Let me ask you this then: If the Badgers once they get to March Madness and the tournament starts up, they blow a 23, 23 point lead but still win, well, how do you feel then? I'll feel the same exact way I did yesterday. No, you wouldn't. Yes, You'd be I excited because they won and advanced in the tournament. Sure, I'll be excited, but I'll still feel the same way I did yesterday where I heard Bill Rafferty flat out say, Wisconsin can't run their offense because of Ethan Happ. Rafferty, and, get out of here. And when it came down to it, they're running isos with Ethan Happ, who's getting double teamed and can't make a pass back out to anybody. And we saw the offense start to struggle. It, and I've been talking about it. Should have been making shirts a long time ago. Catch 22. Man, He's the best player on your team. But be, because of that, you can't run the swing offense. And when he was out of the game, we saw guys making cuts to the basket. We saw the mismatches. You saw guards going down low and scoring. And then once he gets back in, they go back to this Ethan Happ inside, everybody else outside. Uh, the ISO stuff that, I mean, yeah, it worked for a little bit, but then we saw Ohio State start changing their defense almost every other uh, possession. We saw them start pressing, and this Wisconsin team f- freaked out. They got scared. They they stopped playing to win and started playing not to lose. And you saw that 23-point lead evaporate at, in increments. I mean, still, you had a 22-point lead with seven minutes left. You had a 13-point lead with three and a half minutes left. I mean, it, the way they won is an embarrassment. Like, Oh, God. Stop. No, it absolutely Stop. is. Stop. It they is. won. I don't care. In the Big Ten on the road. You had a 23-point lead and get a double to a team. In the tournament. You were- this is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. 5.35 now on a Tuesday morning. Don't forget, Bryce Noor, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com. Joining us live via Skype in about 15, 20 minutes or so. On this date, back in 1938, Hitler invaded Austria. Remember, Austria is actually where Hitler grew up. On this date, back in 1930, Mahatma Gandhi started on his 240-mile salt march. That was uh, his way of using civil disobedience to protest the British monopoly on salt in India. And on this date, back in 1918, Moscow actually became Russia's official capital city. Before that, it had been St. Petersburg. And now you know. I'm P.M. Yankee. Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Tuesday. 
Did you know that this week is National Groundwater Awareness Week? And boy, given the weather we've got around the state and all the snow that's going to be melting, it's appropriate that we take a look at groundwater in Wisconsin. Believe me, production agriculture has been paying attention for quite a little while. Kevin Masaryk is an extension groundwater specialist at the University of Wisconsin-Stevens Point. He says there is a difference between groundwater and surface water. Actually, surface water and groundwater are really well connected. Anywhere where that water table or that groundwater intersects the land surface is typically where we have a, a lake, river, stream, or wetland. So um, even though we we separate them, we call them surface water and groundwater, they are connected. It's really groundwater that feeds those, those surface waters. And the differences between the two are the chemistry can be quite different. Surface waters are partially groundwater, but they might also contain runoff over the land surface. Kevin Masark, he is a University Extension groundwater education specialist at the University of Wisconsin-Stevens Point. So is groundwater endless? We know some areas of the countryside struggle with finding quality groundwater. Here in Wisconsin, is our groundwater endless? It's not endless. It's hard to imagine running out of groundwater in Wisconsin. Places out west are running out of groundwater. In Wisconsin, our groundwater quantity issues are a little bit different. If we talk about what are some of the groundwater quantity challenges in Wisconsin, it's really talking about pumping large amounts of water out of the ground and and what impact does that groundwater pumping have on maybe the lakes, rivers, streams, and wetlands. It's really the upper five to ten feet of the aquifer that's responsible for a lot of our surface waters. So it's hard to imagine running out of groundwater in Wisconsin, but certainly lowering the water table by a couple of feet might mean large changes in lake levels or large reductions in stream flows. Kevin Masaryk, University Extension Groundwater Specialist at Stevens Point. Remember, like I said, this is National Groundwater Awareness Week. You can find out more online, ngwa.org. They say only 1% of the water on Earth is usable, 99% of which is groundwater. Every day in the United States, we use about 349 billion gallons of fresh water. Groundwater is 20 to 30 times larger than all U.S. lakes, streams, and rivers combined. So tremendous to think about that volume right under our feet. Find out more. National Groundwater Awareness Week, ngwa.org. It's 539. To the soybean farmer who knows the early rise, who's there even when times are hardest, Whose fingers bless Wisconsin soil. Who sows in our hearts and grows for our children. To the soybean farmer, we stand with you. Strengthen the voice of Wisconsin farmers. Join the Wisconsin Soybean Program at wisoybean.org. Celebrating 100 years, the Wisconsin Farm Bureau. It's a grassroots organization of people just like you and me who care about keeping agriculture strong. Joining the Farm Bureau can also qualify you for a number of money-saving member benefits that include discounts on insurance, travel, even equipment. Farm Bureau proud for 100 years. Become a member today at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau. 
as the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin, Rural Mutual is excited to announce the Rural Mutual Farm Dividend Program. The first of its kind in the state. They know how hard you work, so they want to reward you. Rural Mutual's Farm Dividend Program rewards farmers for their loyalty and dedication with up to a 5% dividend. And since Rural Mutual only does business in Wisconsin, premiums paid here stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. To learn more about Rural Mutual's Farm Dividend Program and how you may qualify, please contact a rural agent or visit RuralMutual.com. We've got our man Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, FarmFutures.com, coming up in just a moment. Let's find out what else the market's talking about today, not just commodities. Mark Ophold's got our bottom line for a Tuesday morning. Thank you very much. We begin our bottom line report today looking at corn. USDA has to assume normal weather and trend line yields when they project the average corn price for the year, and they've done that between 30, 335 and 375 per bushel. Now, we think looking back on the second week of March, longer term, Maybe a time that we'd set a long-term low in this corn trade. Corn continues to be dragged down by wheat and, to a lesser degree, soybeans. But there simply doesn't look to be much left on the downside, in our view. Producers needing corn for livestock feed this summer, we think would do well to do some pricing in here right now. Corn, soybeans, and wheat look to be higher by the end of the week than where they are right now. This is the Bottom Line Report. Bottom line report brought to you by MS Biotech, makers of Lactopro Advance for beef and dairy cattle. Learn more at msbiotech.com and by Zaner Ag Hedge, your source for market advice and brokerage services. You can learn more at zaner.com. The supply side of the cattle market still has a bullish look in our view, but the demand side a little more shaky. Packers have forward contracted large numbers of cattle, and we think they'll lean on that market here April into May price-wise. Hog prices in China hit a 14-month high here recently, and it does support further buying in hog futures here. I'm Mark Oppold, wishing you a profitable day. All right. Thank you, Mark Oppold, fellow farm broadcaster. So markets in overnight electronic trade right now are holding fairly firm with the exception of soybeans. December new crop corn up a penny right now at 387.5. November beans down three quarters of a cent at 924 and three quarters. July wheat's up three quarters of a cent, 437 and three quarters. In the dairy trade, barrel cheese gained a quarter of a cent on Monday to 136 and three quarters. 40 pound block cheese down another penny and a half at 152. The double A butter unchanged. 226 and three quarters a pound as of Monday. Now, fluid milk in overnight trade. April is unchanged at 1480 a hundredweight. May milk closed four cents stronger, 1507 a hundredweight. You still have to get out to August before we see any fluid milk contracts at or above the $16 mark as far as fluid contracts in Chicago. All right, we'll take a quick break. Coming up in a bit, our man Bryce Knorr, commodity specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com. Stick around. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. If you've been injured, an insurance company may tell you their offer is final. At Clifford and Rihala, our experienced attorneys often find the so-called final offers are unfair. In one recent case, our client suffered a traumatic brain injury and spinal fractures. The insurance company made a final offer. We told them our client deserved much more. We then assembled our team of doctors, including a brain injury specialist who has worked with an NFL football team here in the Midwest. Clifford and Rihala proved our experience and commitment to getting clients the justice they deserve. 
And the result? While every case is different, that insurance company paid our client a settlement nearly two times the amount of their original final offer. For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys fighting for you. For justice, myjustice.com. Dan Cool was standing in line at a convenience store when he saw an elderly man fumbling in his wallet and digging through his pockets. Embarrassed, the man chose to return a box of corn checks to the cereal aisle. Just then, a young man holding two six-packs of Bud Light reached down and scooped up a $5 bill off the floor. He told the old man he saw it fall out of his wallet. The man completed his purchase and left the store. That's when Don saw the young man return one of his six-packs to the cooler. I wish I had been there with Don that day. Why? I would have asked that young man if he'd like to work at Kessler's. But wouldn't he need to know about diamonds? We can give him diamond knowledge. But you don't even know anything about him. I know that he cares about people, and I know that he has character. And those are the main things you look for in your sales associates. Those are the only things we look for. Welcome to Kessler's. Find the Kessler's Diamonds nearest you at Kessler'sDiamonds.com. Who needs an alarm clock when you've got the farm, babe? Pam Yonke and the Farm Report. 5.45 now on a Tuesday morning. Lacrosse, you're waking up with clear skies and 16 degrees. Mauston, clear and 16. Madison, clear and 19 degrees. Fond du Lac and Oshkosh, clear and 12 above. But better temperatures on the horizon. Let's find out if the market's talking about weather this morning. What is it focused in on? Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com, joining us live via Skype. So here we sit on a Tuesday uh, Wisconsin's going to see temperatures later this week, Bryce, that will be in the mid to upper 50s. That means a lot of water starting to move across farm fields. What is is the market paying attention to this uh, weather warm up at all? Well, certainly, the I think tr- the industry as a whole is concerned about what happens when all the snow melts in the uh, upper Mississippi River Valley. And uh, uh, adding to the trouble that we've seen really all fall and winter along parts of the Ohio River and uh, down the lower Mississippi. Uh, The traffic is finally moving again on the Ohio River. The water's still high. Uh, There's something I just uh, checked, uh, and there are uh, uh, 80 tows waiting to move downstream on the Ohio River, another 40 trying to get upstream. So uh, things are clogged up and kind of looks like the uh, Dan Ryan here in Chicago at about 8 a.m., uh, now, uh, the uh, flood levels are expected to recede just a tad. Uh, the, uh, we have flooding all the way uh, from uh, Cairo, Illinois, down to Baton Rouge. Uh, but then, like you say, when this warm-up uh, starts to uh, get that water moving up north, we'll only add to that. Uh, we did see a lock, uh, a, a tow uh, move uh, through uh, Muscatine, Iowa this morning. Uh, so we're starting to get some of the ice break up on uh, some of those uh, stretches to the north. Uh, so things are kind of happening all at once. The barge freight rate's staying very high. Uh, it's keeping the cost of moving grain down to the Gulf uh, at extremely high levels. And it doesn't look like that's going to improve uh, until May. Well, okay. Is there anything moving? Is there any buying going on to uh, incentivize us to get things moving, Bryce? Uh, what what kind of international numbers have we seen since last we spoke? Well, the, the South Koreans have been very active in the corn market. 
they bought before the USDA report uh, on Friday. Now they're buying again uh, overnight. That's not unusual. That's uh, typically their pattern. They had some before, some after. Uh, the export inspections uh, were okay, uh, but uh, perhaps not as strong as we need uh, to meet uh, USDA's forecast for corn and soybeans. And part of that is because uh, we're starting to run out of uh, grain down at the Gulf. Uh, so we need those supplies there to be replenished. Now, uh, those farmers who uh, ship on rail lines uh, in the uh, out on the plains, western corn belt, out to the Pacific Northwest, they're benefiting from this. They're starting to see their bids pick up a little bit. Although overall, both corn and soybean basis uh, remains weaker than normal. Uh, that's why we've seen uh, consistent deliveries in soybeans, also heavy deliveries in corn. What about uh, what's happening then, Bryce, off that uh, World Ag Supply Demand report on Friday? We haven't talked. Uh, it didn't. It, it had some news in it, but as you pointed out to us previously, that March report, generally a little thin on influence. What did you pick up from it, though, last week? Well, most of the impact was bearish. One reason why we saw the market uh, break so heavily, USDA increased its estimate of 2018 crop corn ending stocks by 100 million bushels. Uh, they lowered their estimate of the amount of corn that would be used to make ethanol by 25 million bushels. Uh, that wasn't unexpected. Uh, the uh, surprise came as they lowered their f- uh, forecast for exports by 75 million bushels. So they raised carryout uh, 100 million bushels. So not a positive sign, not a a nail in the coffin for corn, but certainly has corn back on its heels a little bit. Uh, they raised the estimate of, of carry out for wheat uh, by uh, 45 million bushels or so uh, due to weaker exports. And uh, that was one reason why the wheat markets uh, continued to make a series of contract lows here. So we're starting to uh, get these markets in a, in a, a pretty messy uh, position right here. If we don't uh, start to dig in our heels for corn and soybeans, we're going to start to establish some bearish trends. And that's not what, what you want to see uh, headed into spring. Well, you know, and we've been watching Wall Street, too. Uh, you know, we're not getting as many positive uh, economic reports on Wall Street. Yesterday we rallied, but it has been a little bit softer. What's the, what's the mentality on Wall Street, Bryce, and does it have any influence on us in grains? Well, uh, until recently, at least uh, for, for uh, 24 to 48 hours, uh, it, uh, people were in a more bullish mood. We saw a positive retail sales report yesterday here in the U.S. Uh, that gave some comfort to uh, people who believe uh, that uh, the U.S. economy is uh, not only uh, doing better than the global economy, but still has some life in it. And uh, so that one reason why we saw the stock market rally sharply uh, despite a loss in Boeing's stock that weighed on the uh, Dow. The Dow was still up 200 points, but uh, the S&P uh, went up uh, uh, 1.5%, which is a pretty large rally these days. Now, that rally stalled out uh, overnight. Uh, there are concerns now uh, about a big vote in uh, the British Parliament today on the latest uh, Brexit plan that Prime Minister Theresa May has hammered out with the EU. Uh, uncertain whether or not that's going to pass or not. The uh, official deadline for Brexit is March 29th. Uh, if uh, this uh, vote uh, today heads south, uh, then uh, Britain may seek uh, an extension, try to uh, keep negotiating with the EU. 
or they may uh, leave uh, the EU in a what's called the hard hard Brexit, uh, which would kind of be the worst case scenario right now. Hmm, interesting. So let's talk a little bit about what you're keeping an eye on besides, obviously, that Brexit situation. Uh, you know, I keep worrying, well, thinking about it anyhow. Friday is a deadline for crop insurance, Bryce. We have so many unknowns. A lot of talk uh, yesterday that uh, they're going to start giving us more details on the 2018 Farm Bill and implementation. What are you hearing as far as, you know, those nuts and bolts pieces of information we need to, to really get going here? Well, when you take a look at the uh, crop insurance, we know what the base prices are going to be for the revenue products, and they aren't good. Nine fifty-six for soybeans, four bucks for corn. Basically, that locks in. Uh, even if you buy up uh, an eighty-five percent policy in corn, it locks in one hundred and fifty dollar an acre loss. Uh, soybeans a little less. So, uh, farmers uh, trying to make those uh, last-minute planting choices are uh, wondering, first of all, when they're going to get in the fields, and that's still anybody's guess, although the forecast is starting to look a little warmer and uh, a little drier now as we peer out into the second week of the forecast. But the fields, obviously, a lot of places are pretty darn soggy, if not uh, still snow-covered. So those planting decisions are still very much up in the, uh, up in the air. Uh, crop insurance and the government program not going to be providing much of a backstop uh, the ratio of new crop soybeans to corn uh, still favors soybeans a little bit. It's about 2.39 uh, to 1. Uh, but uh, futures uh, basically just give you a loss at this point. Uh, so uh, it's uh, a, a tough choice. Do you want to gamble on corn, which I think has more upside potential? Or do you want to seek the safety of uh, soybeans, which uh, you may lose money, but uh, potentially lose less than corn? <laughs> We're not painting much of a positive picture out there this morning, Bryce. Well, I think, uh, I think again, there, there, there is potential for these markets to rally, uh, especially if the crops are planted late and we start getting some weather during the growing season and kind of revert towards normal yields, yields after six years in a row of above average yields. And when you, you look at that scenario, it says uh, at some point we're going to rally. Uh, but uh, basically, it's uh, what you have to hang on until then. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to hang on until Thursday when we get a chance to visit with you again. Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com, joins us live via Skype every Tuesday and Thursday to let you know what they're talking about in the marketplace. And I always like to refer you back to their website, farmfutures.com, because he updates his uh, market comments about 7.30 Central Time every morning. And you'd be surprised how much things can change or what news stories can pop up between now and then. So definitely check it out. And uh, don't forget to also follow him on uh, social media streams as well. All right, that'll do her for this morning. Tomorrow, we're going to try to catch up with our friends from the Wisconsin Soybean Association and find out how your checkoff dollars are paying dividends for Wisconsin soybeans. We'll see you then. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke.